and Whoa, Tony shifted a little bit right there. Yeah. Was that wrong? No, no, it just threw me off. It was like uh, it was like one of those effects that you see in films. I don't know. Oh. Special effects, aka moving the Lego puzzle box set of Sons of Anarchy and two cookbooks that my laptop is currently stacked on because that laptop stand I ordered never arrived. Wow. Greatest part about living in Canada, I bet. What? Trying to get stuff. <laughs> Trying to get yeah, anything well, you ordered. It's normal. Like they, they, for the longest time, Purolator was the one that sucked for my area. Um, and it's like, it's different in every area. Like there's in this, like in the city where I used to work, um, UPS is the one that yeah. drops the ball constantly. But in my hometown, it's Purolator. But they've started doing the Intellicom ones where it's like independent drivers that drop stuff off and then they work weekends and you guys are frozen. So I'm going to keep talking because I can only assume that my there you go. You're back. I was like, are, were we, frozen or were we just yeah. sitting really no, still? Can, <laughs> no, because your your wine like stopped. And I was like, cool. That's how I could tell that you, that you froze. Um. But yeah, since they did, started doing like the Intellicom ones, it's super efficient and it comes on the weekends. And but for whatever reason, my laptop stand out of everything that I bought during Prime Day didn't show. Of course. Um, yeah, they re they refunded it, but they refunded it and it's no longer on sale. So I'm not <laughs> buying it. That's messed up. <laughs> Yeah. I saw it. I think I Hold saw. Hold on, did you just turn my water to face the fucking label <laughs> yep. screen that nobody is going to see other than Tony? <laughs> Tony always does always does it with his cup. I just wanted to put something out there like that. That's all. Winco water. What up? Purified Sorry, drinking I water. I can't spin mine so that it actually shows the label. Well, uh, you could if you lift it. I can't it up. drink of it that way. But this is what I'm beveraging. Cool melon. Nice. Some that cool melon cool. beer. That's pretty. That is it good? Yeah, it's um it's a collaboration between to two um Nova Scotian breweries hmm, and it's actually nice. really good. I'm actually drinking tonight too. I'm drinking wine tonight. I I can't show you guys a label, but I already did in Josh. chat. It's called jo Yeah, it's Josh. So even though it's he's not here, he's, he's here. here. It's it's called <laughs> Yosh. Yosh. <laughs> Joshua. Yashua. That's funny. It's funny because you guys are both on the same page once again. Me and Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight. Always. Yeah. Hive mind. Whoa. Drinking it in. <laughs> Whoa. That's crossing some boundaries. That's going further than fucking season 40. Okay. <laughs> wow. I feel betrayed. <sighs> Not because season 40 is my thing, but because it's mine and Tony's thing. I it's you do not have ownership over oh Hive yes mind. we do we've been doing that since night one since who was the best rookie of all time was and that, was that tony's first episode? yes and me and josh were going at it that episode yeah. and tony was the only one that was on my side that night wow so hive mind that's crazy i, I actually have submitted copyright work for that no you shut up yes i have i will I've say that digitally we've been hive minding since the time, like since I first got onto the podcast, but Josh has said hive mind between Karina and him before that a fair amount. Yeah. I don't remember when it all started. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's I mean, we're better the, at it, but yeah, I'm just saying that's no, why the patents take not so fair. long. Where is that's my partner, the, man? I mean, that's why In the your patents take so long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe if he wasn't fermented grapes, he would be doing better at this. The really the part that's taking so long with the copyright is it's because Tony's in Canada and we're in the oh, US. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like delivery. It's the same thing. It was supposed to be delivered with my laptop stand, but it just didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know what's a really good investment? I fucking a can't cooling pad. Too, man. That could work for you a little a bit. A cooling pad. Yeah, because you can get the ones that are elevated a little bit. Yeah. And the laptop stand that I found like is is nice because it just has two parts that come down either side and there's a lip that comes up so it sits in it so that mm-hmm. it doesn't actually obstruct the bottom of the the laptop. That's nice. But yeah. It doesn't matter how nice it is cuz it's somewhere in a warehouse. That's fucked up. I will eventually order another one cuz it it is super efficient for what we're doing. Right. But I'm <laughs> I'm also from like a very simplistic standpoint. I've got this set up at the perfect height. Right. Don't know it if is. the laptop stand will actually be at that height. Right. Um, it didn't have a measurement for puzzle box set cookbook times two. Um, so I wasn't sure whether it would be <laughs> a good, a good balance. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit disappointed because where are you from? What country are you from? Canada. You MacGyver that shit. All right. <laughs> I did syrup bottles. That's you why fucking... I currently, that's why I currently don't have a laptop stand. I'm done. That was good. I'm not getting any better. That's not getting any better. No, but I mean seriously, just you know, sub out cookbook for laptop. You'll well, figure it out. What if it's too tall? Then take away everything. No, I'm saying the stand. Too short. What if the I have stand never seen a laptop cooling pad that elevates it more than that much? He didn't order a cooling pad. We're talking about the stand he ordered. Am I well, crazy? why are we talking about a stand that's never going to go show up? Because he said he's going to order it again someday. Look, you I don't s- listen to shit. It's I not just me that you don't. I heard listen maple to. syrup. It's everybody. I heard maple <laughs> syrup. God damn it. Well, that's what I've used to adhere the cookbooks to the box set to the puzzle to nice. make sure that it doesn't fall over. Smart. It's green, yeah. but effective. I, I appreciate yeah. that. You know, it's more right. of like a brownish color. But yeah, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking you know what, ladies and gents? Maybe I shouldn't have drank wine tonight. What the fuck? We're not going to get any better than that dad pun right there. And Karina throwing in the fucking maple syrup stand. So we're just going to keep this pushing. Fuck, maybe I should have had a glass of wine. It's still in there. Let me see your it's glass not like I quick. drank the whole bottle in one glass. Okay. I think you're cut off. I, 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 this is my first glass. That's all she needs. Dude. She's such a fucking lightweight. If I would have known, our first date would have not been going out and drinking. I don't drink. <laughs> Stop turning the fucking label. God, you're so lame. Wow. <laughs> so we're resorting to personal insults now. Good Lord. Do we not always? I mean, not this early, usually. 
We usually just mock each other, not just insult them. <laughs> the insulting comes later. I'm trying something new tonight. I don't know. <laughs> should we separate the sexes? <laughs> we should probably keep them together. They're partnered together, so. Yeah. No. Probably keep them together. All right, so I want to jump in this because I want to start talking about more shit other than just bullshit. I agree. Do you want to? I want to talk about bullshit with the challenge interlaced throughout it. I like it. Do-do-do-do. oh my god why do people even listen to us that part should probably be edited out i'm just saying no i'm gonna definitely leave that in that's gonna be our transition yeah you shouldn't do the intro music Maybe. Just remind me of Wayne's World. <laughs> That's exactly where it's <laughs> from. It yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Transition over to Tony real quick in video doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was. Oh good. man, that was amazing. All right, I gotta remember what we're talking about. Oh, the challenge. we're talking about the Challenge USA. I mean, we're really not yet, but let's <laughs> go ahead and get started. To. We haven't even started, and I already need more wine. I should just grab the bottle. <laughs> You Saves from walking back and forth. You should not. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm all game for you getting kind of tipsy on the podcast. That'd be funny because we're going to make fun of you throughout it. <laughs> but we have stuff to do after the podcast. Like what? Like get the podcast ready to go out tomorrow. And a hangover tomorrow is not going to be your friend. I'm just going to be the voice of reason right now. This is weird. I'm just going to be honest. If you finish that whole bottle, you're going to be puking. Oh, I don't want to finish the whole bottle. I just meant so I could get some more without having to fucking get up 1,600 times. <laughs> yeah, it's probably so. All right, go. Okay. And then we'll do the intro. Great. Don't talk shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. You ready for this one? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on the Challenge Fandom Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> without me the star of the show it's my birthday it's not your birthday it is my fucking <laughs> it is my fucking do not birthday. fucking go along with that shit Tony. ahsoka go lay it down it is my birthday don't forget everybody monday august 8th but i am a leo and i have leo energy and it is my birthday the whole she weekend likes cats. you know what i'm just taking the weekend she's a catfish time. in the water too no no <laughs> no <laughs> No, no. I'm gonna get her a cat. Please, who's do. a Leo? Please do not give me a cat. I don't. I don't want it. But it's my birthday. Oh, fuck. You know it is. Nope. It is. CT's movie came out today. We're gonna watch it tomorrow. We're recording. Look. I'm drinking. Like it's total birthday. You, I'm gonna be honest though. You typically always do get good news throughout your birthday. Do I not? Time right. Like, you know, we found out some very interesting news this time last year, um, right on your birthday. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. you're right. Um, okay, let's get this going, because otherwise tomorrow you're going to be complaining that we took too long on the intro. I'm going to complain regardless, but yes, we should get going. <laughs> At least you're honest about it. Jesus. Hey, I know who I am, okay? that's yeah. You know what, guys? That's key to life, okay? Know yourself. Know thyself, Okay. <laughs> Fair. Okay, you can go now. She's going to have so much fun with this tomorrow. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hate myself tomorrow. Yes, you It'll are. It'll be a four-minute intro. <laughs> yeah, she's going to cut everything except for the part of us just laughing and clip that together. It's just going to be laughing the whole time. <laughs> then, doo -doo, doo -doo, and then we're in. 
No context. <laughs> None. We should do that to them there one day. Context. They would be so confused. Like <laughs> it's got to be a special episode number, though. It does. Like. 69 nice <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's gonna be i don't give a fuck what's on that's just gonna be the title of that episode i do the artwork nobody can what say if it's anything an unplugged nice still nice <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's what's gonna say it's gonna be like you know so and so nice <laughs> hopefully it's a great guest could be it will be that's the only thing we have well that let me true. rephrase that instead of the could be tony is absolutely right it will be yes but could be some. Could be. Could be some. Could be some. I don't even know what episode we're on. 50, 60 something? 64? 60 oh, we're 50, 60. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Separate sexes. We're on like 85 actual sessions, but like released episodes is like 60 something. Yes, that's how many more times we have recorded and not released them. Well, that also includes <laughs> that also includes us hopping on for someone and them not showing. That's true because I do keep all those. I keep like literally every a copy of. Everything. So you actually don't know where our intros really come from. They could have been six months ago. Yeah, you don't know unless yeah. we actually say a date. You don't know when this is. Yeah, maybe Karina was not drinking on August fifth. You don't yeah. know that. It's true. <laughs> Although I just said my birthday was in like two days, and yeah. Anyway, Jenga sees right through your. <laughs> <crap>. <laughs> yeah. There is no hesitation. It's like that creature in uh, what is that? Dumbledore Secrets, the little deer. Oh yeah, the the chillin. Yeah, yeah. no spoiler, and I won't say anything else. But there's a fucking Tony deer called the chillin, it. which a, a a what? It's like a deer. Oh, a deer. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you said a beer. <laughs> I mean, no. those are good. those are good when you're chilling as well. Yeah, <laughs> a doe, a female deer. <laughs> Ray, stop. Don't. No, no, no. No. <laughs> We're done now. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Challenge Trash Talk Roundtable. You've got your hosts from the Challenge Fandom Podcast, myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, and the one and only Tony Stats and Info Lance. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down episode five of Challenge USA Woo! in Tyson We Trust. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yes. And uh, you know what? Really quick before we get started. Are you happy, Tony? That he's still there? Yeah. No, I'm just saying because like last episode you were like, I'm worried because of the title and I don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. And then as soon as I saw the episode, I was like, I bet Tony is literally like fucking flying right now. <laughs> like I closed my eyes at several parts during the elimination. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It's a, it was a good thing for Tyson to win, but it might have been a bad thing what happened in the elimination. We we'll see how it plays <laughs> out, but we'll get to that cuz I got some thoughts on that and I want to get into it. Fuck was, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Rock and roll, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway sorry i didn't mean to take the lord's name in vain um anyways so this episode i, I don't know i enjoyed it um i thought it was it was 
interesting they made a daily that i thought was gonna be like uh you know and it actually made it pretty interesting but that's yeah that's partially on what happened in the daily itself maybe not the competition the way it was set up but i like the swimming dailies though like i don't know why i just i like when they have like they have to go like swim like a decent distance you know what i mean like i always like those dailies they always but, have some something like there's something always happens somebody always you know like you think you know who's gonna win and then that's not what happens like Oh no, that's just me. I just like the dailies where it's got swimming and stuff on land too. This had stuff on land. Mm. It, I mean, if we're going to be honest, they were on it, a barge. It had like stuff what? on barge. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like on land. Like, oh my God. Like, can you, you know, give ground. me an example? Yeah, like a beach. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean an example of what land is. Oh my god! <laughs> I met an example of like a challenge like that where you're like, I like when they do the ones where it's like some in the water and some in the lake. Like I think it would have been like, better if it was like you know you go out there to get your puzzle pieces, you do your puzzle pieces, and then you have to do something else on land too. Like it's water is just a part of it, not the main focus of it. I guess I, is what okay. I'm saying. All right, because. I <laughs> Look, I think there was probably what like, and let's just wait till we get to the daily. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get yeah, too let's deep just, on this. Let's break into um, it. Fun fact: um, I made a post earlier with a photo of Kayla and Tyson when they were talking yeah. in the episode. Just said basically like, "This is my favorite pairing of the show right now." And somebody from high school just sent me a message in response to it that said, "Love that you love the challenge. Easily my favorite of all the competition reality shows." And I just responded and I was like, well, I'm legitimately recording a recap for episode five right now for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you should check it out. That's awesome. Shout out, high school friend. That just happened. Hey, Mark Wheatley. People helping Hi, people. People loving people. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Everybody love everybody. E-L-E. E-L-E. <laughs> anyway. Um, so the, anyways, this fucking intro I loved the opening it. Opening shot, yeah. Yes, with Shannon and Dom pretending to have a lightsaber battle. I never remember these, but of course I remembered this one. Of course, like it. I missed it the first time. Out. Did you really? Oh, oh yeah, my god! Yeah, because Master Chef is on for on on our channels. Master Chef is on right before, and we're we aren't we weren't up to date until tonight. So we we have to like turn on the show right at ten o'clock. Because right. if you turn it on at like 9.58, then normally you just get the end of whatever episode of whatever's on before. But yeah. instead, it's like, here's the eliminated person from MasterChef. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> That's messed up, dude. Yeah, That's and then up. I missed the intro. Yeah, See, it happens. For us, it's like, because it's Big Brother 24 right before it, and we right. just haven't really been watching it. It's just the season hasn't really sh- struck us, so... It's just kind of like, oh, whatever. Like the little end part that we end up seeing of it every week. It's like, meh, whatever. Yeah, I see so much about it. No, 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 no. We are not doing this. We're not going back to the (laughs) intro. We are going to do this episode. Moving forward. (laughs) Jeez. We are way too easily sidetracked. Who are the interesting pairings from the algorithm? Um, Top one for me, honestly, was Danny and Angela. Danny, Angela. Dude. Well, I'm sorry. Danny, Angela, Kiki. Yes, it Danny three-person team. It, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. of course. Can't forget Kiki. But yes, Danny, Angela, Kiki, like that was 
that's my I, I that's the one I've been waiting for. Like I wanted to see Dan. I it kind of sucks because again, like we did the the swimming daily, but like I wanted to see them paired up. Don't look at me like that. Once I'm, the algorithm thing happens, I'm just no. I'm looking at you as you're oh, talking. I'm actively I'm like, don't, listening. Don't I'm not judging you. Don't give me looks like I mean, that. I am judging you, but no. Why? That's a badass pairing. No, I love it. That's why I just said my most interesting pairing was Danny and Angela and Kiki. <laughs> That's no. I agree. 100%. You know, another one I liked was. Um, Dom and Desi. I thought Ooh, that was a good yeah. pairing too. You know what I mean? The little double sur- survivor action. And, yeah, uh, that was scary. But Derek and Kayla for me. And DX and Kayla. Yeah, yeah that one was good. Um, I, I'm going to bring it up just because is Tyson and Cache. So yeah, that oh was, my gosh, her her confessional. Yeah. She you know she <laughs> he's, always, the, he's the weirdest person I know, and I mean that in the best of ways. <laughs> it's like oh my god. He said he said on his podcast that he took it as an absolute compliment. Nice. It's fair. Good. Yeah. Good. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously, if you guys want to know all the pairings, like we say every week, go watch the episode. Oh, God. And Leo and Sarah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. She was so upset. She was so freaking annoyed and nervous. Like, oh, my God. When Derek and Derek and Kayla got paired together <laughs> yeah. and then Tyson tried to like hold on to her. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was sweet. That was cute, though. Like, I thought that was because I like them. T- I liked them together a lot. And I think that it, you know, I I think that that showed kind of like deeper into their relationship because you don't really see like, obviously, you don't see a lot of how the relationships are forming between all the other people because like they're paired with each other for like one episode and they have like so many teams they have to cover. So then it's like we're not really getting like the personal relationships and how they were formed and how they how strong they were. You know what I mean? But that moment made me feel like Tyson and Kayla actually have a strong relationship and a strong friendship. And so, like, yeah. I really like to see that because I love both of them. And Kayla is such an awesome girl. Like, I absolutely love her. And she's, like, super freaking supportive of, like, the podcast and everything, too, which is, like, just, like, two extra cherries on top, you know? So I loved that moment. <laughs> Rick's going to put the dog away. <laughs> She's got her nose stuck in the rope thing right now. Go to bed. 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 Go. Sorry. Yeah, we tried to leave her out tonight. That was obviously a mistake. She's not ready. She's not ready. She's not ready for the podcast life. Mozzie scared the crap out of me because Django was already in the chair and then something brushed my leg on the other side. <laughs> but Mozzie just wandered under the desk. That's funny. Oh, my God. Moose has no interest in being on the podcast. He's upstairs sleeping on the couch. Yeah, he's like, screw this. I don't know. I'm good. It is bedtime. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Damn dog. Get her put up. Sweet. What are you eating? You got some in your beard. <laughs> hey. Saving it for later. <laughs> in case you get hungry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Anyway, moving on. 
So after the uh, the algorithm and the pair ups, um, DX and Kayla are sitting around and they're talking about who they don't want to win because they are, you know, concerned about being a a big brother and, you know, uh, amazing race pairing. And so they're kind of like running through all the teams and they're like, look, you know, if so and so wins and, you know, we're going to have a better chance of not being like sent in or whatever. I think as much scheming as people do in this game and they think they're doing, it doesn't really matter, right? No, it really doesn't. No. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. but I think that they know that there's no point to the, there's no point to any of the strategy that's going into the before the daily stuff. Cause it doesn't really mm -hmm. matter until somebody wins and somebody right. gets last until that, until then you're literally just speculating about everything and yeah. well and the whole time i'm sitting there and i'm listening to them talk and i'm like hey guys guess what you don't want anyone other than yourselves to win how about we just say that okay like yeah. you guys want to win always like why are we talking about the potential and i don't that's what i don't ever get and i know it's it's editing and stuff but like why sit around and talk about like who other like other people that you want to see win? like why wouldn't you be like no nah, we're gonna get this shit you know what i mean like <laughs> Even then, I would just, it, it, it doesn't matter what anybody else does. It just matters what you do, right? Yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's, like Tony said, speculation, because thinking, oh, I don't want this person to win. Well, you don't know what the person's partner's prerogative is. Yeah. Like, we saw that, and we've seen that week over week over week, where it's like, oh, well, this is the obvious choice, but we're going to blindside this person instead. And, you know, I hate to say it, but it's been primarily Tyson and Kyland and their respective partners pulling that off with but, Angela being in the running, too. But again, you also have to keep in mind where these people are from and how they learned to play these games. You know what I mean? Like th these blind sides and stuff is very Survivor-esque, very Big Brother-esque. You know what I mean? Like. And that's why people like people like Tyson, people like Kyland are being successful in this. Look how far those two have gotten in their own respective games by yeah. doing blindsides and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just how it is. And and that's, you know, I mean, we've talked about that before, but like, that's kind of part of the thing. Like, it's a fucking game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I know from here it goes to uh, the part oh, with uh, Ben and Sarah talking. <laughs> Um, and they're, you know, talking about their history with working with Tyson. And this is all happening while Ben's braiding Sarah's hair. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what? I'm that was cute. I'm going to give him a seven out of ten. I actually I, I'm going to give him a ten out of ten because I don't know shit about braiding. You and know it what? looked pretty good to me as a girl. I will give him a nine out of ten. And the only reason I'm giving him a nine out of ten was, yeah, because of the knot he created with the hair tie. But I could give him an eight out of ten. But the hair tie was Sarah's fault. So, oh, well. Coming with I'll the give him a hard, nine out of ten. Coming with the cold hard facts here a, at I the fucking Challenge Phantom Podcast. No, I'm glad you did because this is your <laughs> segment to shine, not ours. Um, but no, they're uh, they're talking about their interactions with uh, Tyson, and we get a confessional from Sarah talking about how uh, she, you know, she trusts Tyson, and where Ben's kind of the antithesis, where he realizes that. Um, he wants to work together because they're Survivor strong, but they're also kind of on opposite sides from their previous experience on Survivor. But why? Uh, why, Sarah? Why do you trust Tyson? I, I just want to know. And nothing against Tyson. But like after what happened, why would you why would you trust him? I, I just don't get that. 
Well, I mean, Tyson has no reason to trust either of them. No, and and he doesn't. And and he yeah, and he doesn't. Right, like, like he plays the fucking he says what he needs to say to her, but in his confessionals, he is very clear about the fact that he is just playing them and he's trying to just make whatever's there work for him. But, you know, like in her confessionals, she seems very serious about the fact that she's trust Tyson and wants to work with him and all of this stuff. And it's like, I just don't get why yeah. you would think that someone like Tyson would just forget about what happened. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe that's just me looking at it well, from like an I, outsider perspective, but I think they're looking at it still as this game's very much in its infancy where it's not, we're about to hit the halfway point. Yeah. And with it hitting yeah. the halfway point, I feel like certain people in the house are still thinking Survivor Strong or Big, Big Brother Strong, whatever their fucking you know catchphrase is. Right. But at the end of the day, some people are realizing, okay, it's now starting to transition to I don't want a shitty partner because I don't want to end up down the elimination ring mm-hmm. too. Who do I want to run this final against? Because I've got a real opportunity. And that's what Tyson's looking at. I mean, outside of Kylan, he, those are the yeah. only two guys running the fucking final as of right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Like he's also said on um, on his podcast that he wants to make sure that he is in good with the people who have won, with the people who are qualified to run the final. Yeah, because at this point, the people who haven't aren't qualified don't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who can run the final are the people that he wants to befriend, and he wants to make sure that he's in good with them, but also. Um, he doesn't want to throw anyone in who's qualified for the final because if you're qualified for the final. You have at least five thousand dollars, which means if you start throwing people in that have big money. Yep. It's going to be a lot easier for other people to throw people in that have big money. And he's got the biggest money. Yep, yep. He's at the top of the list. Well, and so if you're a longtime challenge fan or you've at least watched it for a couple seasons, you'll notice that the. Uh, foreshadowing is very strong in this one. Um, <laughs> yes. And when I say yeah. this one, I'm referring to the challenge as a whole. Um, not to say there's anything wrong with it, but um, the intros or the beginning portion of the show before we get to the daily, it's really base, basically broken up into three con- different conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yes, the Derek Cache one talk, or not Derek in Cache, Derek and Kayla talking in the very beginning, but really the three main conversations is you know, Ben and Sarah and then Cinco and Cache. And which then, was crazy. Which, yeah, I and I don't want to go into because I don't know their relationship dynamic. I just know how I would have acted in. That's a different story. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then the next conversation, which held a lot more weight instead of talking about flirting. Yeah. Um, was Tyson and Sarah talking about, you know, how good they're doing and how and Tyson trying to get information on where Ben's at, you right. know, as far as pull yeah. him in for like one to pull him in for a trio, which, you know, look at the end of the day, you can't run with big alliances like you do on big brother and in, no. in the challenge, it's not going to work. You have to have like a strong two or three to really kind of pull stuff out. Yeah. It's almost like a mini yep. cookout. You have two or three and you each have one or two people that you work with exactly. really strongly. Exactly. And, and that's it. Yep. Um, but I found the conversation very interesting um, because, you know, it, it almost was like, how do I want to put this? Like quick short story. When I was about 19, I was at my dad's and uh, they came home and they started like questioning me on stuff. And it was just, you know, random stuff, but I was stoned. So I took it in the wrong way. 
and they start questioning me. And I was like, God, you guys are treating me like I'm stoned or something. They're like, what are you stoned? <laughs> and I feel like Sarah kind of did the same thing to herself in this. Cause when she's talking to Tyson, she's like, you know, if you, if you bamboozle me, you bamboozle me. It's yeah. no big deal. And it's like, why would you even fucking say why that? Why would you say something like that to Tyson? I appreciated his response. I'm too <laughs> old to bamboozle. I'm too old to be bamboozling. Like, <laughs> yes. shut up, Tyson. No, you're not. You're scheming and plotting in your head right now, bro. Like, I love it. But yeah, he can't say that to her. <laughs> I mean, he, he could have. I mean, he could, but <laughs> probably not smart. I would have loved it in that moment. He instead of like being like, "Oh, I'm too old to bamboozle." Like, not to say that's not the wrong, wrong response or the right response, but if you would have just been like, "No," sorry, sorry about that, guys. Anyways, um, from this point, we go from the house portion uh, into the daily. Yep. Um, and the first part of this daily is you see all the challengers rolling up in like this white fairy boat. And when I say fairy, I mean F-E-R-R-Y, not fairy, like a fairy of the forest. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I want to make sure I'm, you know, being definitive. Guys, about if what you I'm don't saying. know what a fairy is, you need to go back. To I'm just saying, we, I checked the stats. We got people listening in different countries. I want to make sure that's, I'm explaining. Okay, that's fair. That's, you know. That's fair, Re. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do that. That's a me and Tony thing. That's not a mom thing. <laughs> That's a dad thing. Sorry. I get to do it if I no, want. Okay? Look, you are you are a member of this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. Fuck you. I grant myself the rank of master. I am mom, okay? She's also editor. I grant myself the rank of master. Look, you... Head master. You have many domains that you are in control of. It is my of. birthday, okay? Like, and, and they're like 90... <laughs> 95% of everything, but one of the things that you are not master of is dad jokes because the key word in it is dad. My, it is my birthday and I don't care. She's it is point. my birthday and I will do what I, mean, I want. No, she doesn't because it's not her fucking birthday. <laughs> it is. Uh, like her birthday's not even tomorrow. <laughs> even when this podcast comes out, her birthday still won't be tomorrow. <laughs> Leo energy, baby. I'm just saying. You picked me. No, you picked me. And look, I'm a Capricorn. You know I'm stubborn as fuck. You know what? So. How fucking disgusting was this water in this daily? Though? Can we talk nice about that? Like fucking fade. <laughs> get attention off of me. Boop. No, but the water. It was. It's, it's a. So it's a river. Gross. What the fuck? That's, I've never seen no shit like that. We have a river here, and our river does not look like that. Yeah, but we're also not in South America. I mean, that's fair, but like, not again, like I just assume the topography and region of Argentina that they're in is somewhat of a subtropical <laughs> jungle climate and has a lot of sediment in the water. That's all I saw. Freaking you're welcome, Tony. I know so, you enjoyed that. That was riveted <laughs> like the river. <laughs> so I know Desi posted the picture. I can't remember exactly if it was either Kayla or Alyssa, but I think it was Alyssa. But like Desi had posted a picture like promoting episode five and it like showed the water in the daily and she was like, Ooh, you know, kind of thing. And Alyssa, I think it was Alyssa, had commented on it and she was like, not the YooHoo water. And I was like, oh, my God, it does fucking look like YooHoo, though. It looks like somebody made a big ass like lake out of YooHoo. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, don't drink that YooHoo. Otherwise, Please you're going to have YooHoo somewhere else. <laughs> 
gross. A little dysentery for you. <laughs> Anyways, guys, the name of this daily was called Barrel Treasure. Ooh. <laughs> that didn't feel right. Anyways, it was called daily, the daily was barreled treasure. Um, the point of the game is you and your partner have to swim uh, 150 yards out to a barrel that has a code on it. You have to then turn and swim 75 yards to a barge, climb up on there, and there's a bunch of barrels on there, and each one of them has a code on it. You have two barrels out there. You have to go to one of them, get the puzzle pieces, swim all the way back 225 yards to the dock or the barge where the platform is and put your puzzle pieces down, do the whole thing over again to get your second set of puzzle pieces. And then you have to assemble your puzzle. First place wins, decides who's going in against the loser of the daily. Damn. That was so much more efficient than what I wrote down. If you pop the wrong top. Oh yes, please. You have to go all the way back. Then the fun does stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, it does. You know yeah. why? 75 more yards of you who water. <laughs> there and back. There and back, man, because you got to go back uh, to your buoy. Even if you know your code and you know yeah, where you buoy. fucked up. <laughs> Thank you. With you guys. You got to swim all the way back to your buoy. And then you got to come back to the barrels again and try again. Yeah. So look. I, don't I, mess up here's here's this is gonna be my only rant on this because we've said this multiple times it's like you know telling your kids to shut off the lights um but i know some people came in on very short notice aza being one of them yes um and I, I believe there was another one kayla kayla, kayla. with that, that being said kills folks please if you ever listen to our podcast and you take one thing serious if you're going to be on the challenge Please take swimming lessons if you don't know how to swim or survivor because other- be comfortable yeah. in the water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Survivor's another one. Big bro. If you yeah. don't know how to swim, go on big brother. Okay. Because they don't swim. It- they, they literally like film on a fucking studio TV set. Like, look, and it's not even necessarily the fact that you're putting yourself in danger, but in the situation that I saw in one of these, like Tyson and Cache had the best strategy in this, and we'll get into that. Yeah. But there is a portion where there is a grown man on a woman's back as she's swimming. And now this woman is of incredible, incredible and could probably outswim me any day of the week and whoop my ass every day of the week. Yeah. Um, but it's still like it was it's, still like it's a dangerous situation for yeah. water, even with vests. You know, yeah. it's not. Anyways, this isn't a PSA. I'm just saying, fuck, learn how to swim and then go on the challenge. Yes. Yeah. Unless you only have six days notice. We give you a pass. Yeah. And that's the pass I'll give you. That's fair. Thoughts, Tony, on that? (laughs) I concur. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because stats and info never gets it wrong. Boom. Boom. No, but anyways, I'm sorry. To the larger point before you get to this um, was the fact that typically in the challenge, we usually only see one person not be able to swim. But in this one, there was four different people that were either not swimming at all or having a really fucking hard time swimming and not to say it wasn't partially the distance but at the same time you got to be able to jump into some water and you got to be able to do more than a backstroke with like just your feet. who's the fourth it was uh leo aza cache and enzo right. yeah and not to say enzo can't swim but kyra's out there telling him don't doggy paddle kira kira kyra Kira Kira. 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 I'm never going to get it right. And I apologize in advance. You just say Kira. 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 Oh my God. (laughs) Just think, just think Shira 
but with a key. What are you going to do if we ever interview her? Oh, I'll say her name right now. Not then. say her name. He's yeah, going to be like, hi. If she calls me out on it, I mean, just to be honest, she seems like a very, very lovely young woman. And I feel extremely old saying that, but I know I'm old <laughs> compared to her. And I'm sorry if my humor offends you. I apologize deeply, but I will still keep doing it. <laughs> I love you, Kira. Oh my God. In a non-weird way. Apparently, her and Enzo also had to make the distance, like had to had to go back. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't show that. It wasn't shown. Yeah. No, it wasn't shown. Um, Tyson had mentioned it. He said he wasn't 100% sure, but he thought that Enzo and uh, Kira also had to go. Hmm. do the penalty but other than that nobody did. maybe they had to do it on their second try or something who knows um i did notice right off top though uh the the first people we were shown in the house derek and kayla were also the first people to fucking smoke this Dude, thing. they were smoking yeah. they were they were going so fast i was like dang i didn't know they could swim like that it's like dang one thing i do want to mention about this and this is tyson or uh about tyson of course because obviously he's Becoming, I think, a fan favorite one way or the other. Either people love him or love to hate him. I can't tell you how many freaking posts I scrolled past today on like Facebook, Instagram, where they were like, I tried so hard to not like Tyson and I can't help it. I just like him. I like him and I want to root for him and I want him to win. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) but he's he's hard not to root for. Yeah, he's the chat. We've said it a whole bunch times he's the challenge usa's wes yes yep. exactly you know what i mean like and and i think we do a disservice to both of them when we say that but it's the closest yes, equivalent absolutely. we can do you know for what i mean cha- for the challenge fans out there that you know like to kind of yeah. know like that's kind of the game style and you know level abilities like you know and even just like even with the swimming thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're both great swimmers. And, and that leads into what I was going to say about Tyson was he gave a fucking master class on how to swim with someone who doesn't know how. Yeah. You know, which was he was doing a breaststroke holding on to her. So basically like had his uh, arm like loop through her yeah. arm, like and then had her kicking her and him kicking, kicking so. on her back. Yeah, it was smart. And they were trying to do the Cinco and Ozzy were trying to do the same thing. I think Cinco just not as a strong of swimmer as as, as Tyson. Tyson is. So, I mean, natural disadvantage there and that. Well, Tyson's like a swimmer, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Or something like he swam yeah. like in school or something. I would I would presume is what he means when he says he's a swimmer. Yeah. And he also said um, like, so he went into depth in regards to like this challenge, obviously, and yeah. how they worked together. And basically what he did was when they jumped in the water, he when they jumped in, he pushed her up. So he stayed underwater longer than she did, because that was one of her initial fears was being under the water. So he did that. And then when they got up and she was she was like getting anxious about it right before they went. And he basically said to her, like. Do you see production all around here? She was like, yeah, she's like. Do you see the people that are there? So if something happens, they're going to jump in and save you. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And he said, so if anything happens to them when they're in the water, I'm going to be the one to save them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a different level. Yeah. And he said, like, you could not be paired with a better person for this challenge. And I totally agree. Like, they work so well together. And apparently, like, listening to him on the podcast this episode is probably the closest you're going to get to like tr- 
true Tyson versus show Tyson. Yeah. 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 Because he was really talking about how he knew that she was scared. She, he knew that she wasn't comfortable and these were all the things that he put in place and how he was trying to encourage her the whole time. Mm -hmm. And he said like, she did absolutely everything that she could possibly do in this challenge. And it's all that he could ask of her to do. Right. Yeah. No. And like I said, it was a masterclass on how to swim with a partner who doesn't know how to swim fundamentally. And, you know, so applaud, uh, uh, you know, I give him a round of applause for that and we'll get into it here in a minute. But I wanted to say one of my favorite moments of this challenge, um, I'm going to say this real quick and then I'll kind of get into a quick order on how they finished or got to where they were finishing. Um, but was, Angela trying to help Danny climb up the ladder. Oh my God. And he goes, look, Kiki counter. Yeah. He goes, look, I appreciate the help, but don't. I got this. Just let me get up by myself. Kiki's going to fucking kill me. (laughs) That wasn't verbatim, but it's pretty close. Rick never read Did you see uh, Kiki's tweet about it? No, I didn't. What'd she say? It was basically along the lines of, I don't care how you do it, just get it done. Just get up there. <laughs> did you see the one she shared on Instagram where she pointed out his little role he did? The that was, role? No. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. The Look, role. I, you can give him a lot of shit for it. I'm just going to say, you know, he's, you know, he watched a lot of action movies and that's what people do. They roll, yes. you know? So, yes, the action so, role. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this also, just so everybody is aware, that means that Kiki now has $6,000. Yes. So she is qualified plus a thousand to run the final. And of yeah. course, that's in challenge fandom podcast money, not actual TJ money. So, yeah, which sorry. isn't also yeah. probably real. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> 11 bucks. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> 11 bucks. Yeah, well, we don't. You know. We don't know if the 11 bucks are actual real bucks that you get to take home or if it's just like points <laughs> that they put a dollar sign in front. So, of. I don't know. But um, this is important uh, on the first part where everybody's getting to the barrels and starting to open to get their puzzle pieces. I, they don't really go into depth on it, but Cashier ends up opening the wrong barrel. And so Tyson and her have to swim back, which is Tony has in-depth information. <laughs> uh, Tyson didn't actually even make it onto the barge. So what happened? <laughs> she, she, just ran, she just ran up and picked one. Supposedly she slipped. Um, supposedly she slipped. Production told her to go back. Because she, when she slipped, she hit one of the barrels, and apparently you're not supposed to touch the barrels, which is why everybody was walking around with their hands up. Oh. Now, the thing that doesn't make sense is the fact that if you watch when Alyssa and David go through, David's just like thinking it's a contest to touch the top of every single barrel as yeah. he walks by. Them. I respect that though because I'm a guy at Home Depot that slaps the soil bag. So yeah, so do I. <laughs> but like everybody else is walking by hands up so they don't touch anything, and David's just like, I like this one and this one and this one and this one. I kind of like this one. I'm not sure about this one, but I'm gonna hit the top of it anyway. And nobody says shit. <laughs> And you know he didn't get a confessional about it. Yeah. No, not, not at all. Of this one not. sounds hollow. Oh my yeah. god! Don't yeah, go no. for this one. Yeah. No. Yeah. So then she Tyson didn't even get out of the water really before they uh. got sent back because when she got up she slipped and she I guess that's what like that's what she told him is she slipped and she hit the the barrel and they said like you touched it you got to go back and when I saw um I had closed captioning on and um. The production, whoever said you moved the barrel, you have to go back. Yeah. Um, so I guess I it makes sense because if you if you were to push the barrel, you would be able to tell if there are puzzle pieces in it, even though she like slipped and hit the barrel. And then it also didn't show it in the edit. So 
Right. Yeah. We can really only go off of what she told him and then he said on the podcast, really. Right. Because um, it doesn't it also doesn't make sense for Cache to just randomly go and open a barrel before Tyson's even on the boat. No, honestly, I could see, though, like her, like stepping up onto like the barge or whatever. And then, like you said, mm-hmm. kind of like slipping and like going to catch herself and like kind of pushing the the top off. Yeah, because I did see in the edit was where like the the barrel she was standing next to, like the lid was lifted off of it a little bit and she yeah. kind of slid it back into place and was like, we got to go back, blah, 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 blah. So I could see it happening like that, where she just kind of yeah. like slipped and went to catch herself, but instead just pushed the lid off the top and fucked them. Tyson was pissed. Oh my God, he was so pissed. Yeah. And then. I mean, rightfully so. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I totally get it, you know, like, but I did find it, I did find it interesting because, like, I don't know, like, I've never, I, I don't know Tyson that well, you know what I mean? But then, like, once they do get their pieces and they make it back with their first set back to the, um, back to the, like, the station to drop their pieces off or whatever, the other yeah. side. Like he freaking just takes the pieces and he just like threw them at the wall, just chucks it at the fucking wall. Like he was livid. Right. But not one time did he ever like talk shit to Cache, yell at her, lash out at her, nothing. He didn't say, fuck you, learn how to swim and just take off without her. Like none of that. So I respect him for that. I respect him for taking out his anger on the damn wall and the puzzle pieces and that shit had me cracking up. With that, too, I will say blanket statement, all of the pairs thus far, excluding Dom and Caché, where Dom wasn't really receptive to anything that Caché had to say as far as like opinions on how to do things. Yeah. Um, and of course, Sarah and Leo, every pairing has been like fantastic to one another. Super supportive. Um, like even like I obviously Ben and Sarah are very tight in this game and obviously that means that they're against Tyson, which means that I'm not rooting for them as heavily as I once was. <laughs> However, Ben has never not taken the opportunity to pump up his partner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like praise his partner for their contribution to whatever place they get in. Yep. Um, and then side note, Tyson and Cache had to go back, but they made it seventh out of 10 yeah. on the first trip, even having to go back. And look, even though they were like, you know, mid back, you know, they, they were fucking pretty far behind based on edit. Cause from what I saw, it was Kayla and Derek got there and they got back into the water yeah. before second had even gotten close. Like it was still kind yeah. of a battle at that point. Mm-hmm. One thing I did want to mention about Leo, other than him not swimming and him like latched on to Sarah's back the whole time. Yeah, that was, was by the way, that's the one we were talking about earlier. Don't yeah. do, don't do that in the water. Guys. Yeah, that's don't, horrible. Don't swim with people like that. It's not good. <laughs> but anyways, I love the part where he was he like got in. I don't know if I want to say I love it, but I thought it was funny. He goes, I love you, TJ. And TJ's <laughs> like Oh, God, because he climbs down the freaking cargo net instead of jumping in the water, which, by the way, Enzo also did. I was going to say just Enzo like, did it first. I'm just like, what the fuck? And then so Leo does it right. And he climbs down and I, I she didn't say this, but I can just hear Sarah in my head, like thinking, what a little bitch. And she just like front flips into the water. Like, <laughs> I was like, yes, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So we get through everybody pretty much getting the getting their first puzzle and mm-hmm. uh, 
headed back and we get a confessional from Tyson that he says, look, I'm pissed off and we're back in the back of the pack. But, you know, we're starting to make a little bit of progress. And these people in front of us are little rabbits that I'm chasing down, trying to pass each one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they are, which they did. And then Derek and Kayla get there, get their second set of puzzles, get back. I believe Ben and Ben and Justine were second. Yeah. And then it was Angela and Danny in third. Alyssa and David. Yeah. Alyssa, and, Alyssa David, and David, and then Angela and Danny. Yes. Um, then Tyson and uh, well, and the, it was Angela. Well, Angela was up, but Tyson passed Danny in the water. That's right. So yeah. Tyson, Tyson and Cache got fourth. Angela and Danny got fifth. Yeah. For getting back to the barge. Yeah. So going from last place when they first got to the barge with all the barrels and to the part where they can start playing the puzzles together, they've gone from last place to seventh to fourth. Yeah. At this yep. point, Derek and Kayla have been working on the puzzle and have it about three forever. quarters of the way done at this point. They've been working on it forever. I'm like, what is going on here? And look, it reminded me of um, Free Agents with Chet. Yeah. On the, at the top where like everybody, everybody on that team knows how to do a puzzle, but everybody knows how to do a puzzle differently. Yep. And none of those ways really mesh together. Exactly. And what that was, was yeah. that's. I mean, Kayla said it, but that's absolutely what was happening was yeah. they both had different ways of putting this puzzle together and independently, they both could have done it quicker than they did together. The exactly. Yeah. And uh, I get that. What is look, my exact words when this happened is because the way they edited it was like Tyson did it in 10 seconds, but they got up to that puzzle and it was like. Derek and Caleb been working on. They're just having a little bit of a hard time. And then check what the fuck is that Tyson? And it was he put the puzzle together that fast that they got there in fourth and finished before everybody else. And he just fucking smoked it. I was so impressed by my, this. my literal notes say it, it says Tyson is dragging cachet through the water and passing people. They make it to fourth place. And then the next note is Tyson and cash come out of nowhere and fucking win. What the fuck? <laughs> like, how does this happen? I, I just, how do you even argue this guy anymore? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So we know right off top that Tyson and Cache are going to be making the decision on who's going to be going in against last place in the daily, um, you know, and go ahead. By the way, I just want to point out that this is the third girl that is qualified for the final with Tyson. Like that got qualified for the final with as Tyson's partner, right? And there's still only two guys qualified. Yep. But Tyson has gotten three females qualified, and I don't want to say gotten three females they, because but they work together. Like, he's qualified right. with three females. Yes, yes, exactly. Thank you. That's better. That's better terminology. But but there's still only two guys qualified for the fucking <laughs> final. Like, mind. what the f? Like that yeah. is how do you even argue this guy anymore? I don't get it. It's a testament. It's a testament to the level of skill and the desire to win yes. from this entire cast yes. because you know that Kylan has been trying to get on flagship because he was training with Fessy. He was training with Josh, obviously better idea to train with Josh because he's gotten further than Fessy as far <laughs> as actually being competent. And then what? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were giving me the look that could have gone either way. Um, he does those a lot. But yeah. I like to play people. Tyson is just like Tyson. He's one of those guys who like if you knew him in real life, you'd be like, this asshole is just good at everything. He's just good at life. What the fuck? Yeah. 
And here's my thing with with Tyson. Everything that he does, he seems like he's really good at. And it just feels and seems so effortless from him. Like he's not even trying. Yeah. I'm like, what? what like. What the F? I hate the whole you were born with it kind of thing because I know that like talent and stuff takes like practice and stuff, but like this You're is just one of Maybelline. <laughs> no, man, he was just born with it. I truly believe because I don't understand how he can just be so effortlessly good at everything. He literally dragged another full grown human being through the fucking water and went from last place to winning when three other teams were standing up there for God knows how long before he even got there. Like it's because she was the motor. How does this happen? Yes. Shouts to Cache's feet though, for just going. It was like a duck underwater, but it was on top of the water. Anyways, um, yeah. one thing I did want to mention real quick is just kind of how this rounded out and then we'll get into some more if you guys want. But um, it really like I'm not going to go through who finished second through fucking six because it doesn't matter in this place. I have second through fourth and that's all I know. I yeah, know it doesn't about. really matter. Yeah. If you want to know, go watch the show. Um, <laughs> it really boils down to three teams at the end to see who's going to go in last. And the first group is Kira and Enzo, Sarah and Leo. And then once again, Aza and Cinco. And look, I want to give Aza a lot of props because she looked dead at every fucking checkpoint. She looked like she was going to quit on the first time they got their first yeah. set of puzzle pieces to the and, barge. And no matter how much she didn't want to, she kept going. She kept pushing. She didn't fucking yeah. quit. Just yeah. like going up that building with Kylan on episode one. And I think that shows and an incredible amount of heart. And shouts to fucking yeah. Cinco. Shouts to Cinco because like when they were getting their second set of puzzle pieces and I actually like I, I believe I brought this up to them in our in our exit interview. But when they were getting their second set of puzzle pieces from the barrels, she sat on the edge of that little barge and she was just like mm. freaking out. You know what I mean? And he just like very calmly like he just like grabbed like her leg, you know, and just like kind of looked up at her and was like, Aza. I need you right now. You can do this. Like he wasn't screaming at her. He wasn't like freaking out. He wasn't anything. He was just like, dude, I need you right now. You can do this. You got this. You're a badass. Like, you know, he gave her what she needed in that moment to jump back in that water and do that last. What is it? 225 yards or whatever. Back mm -hmm. to back to TJ and fucking you know what Cinco that was absolutely amazing and I love to see that kind of support in a partnership so I just wanted to make sure that we like gave him a shout out for that as well because you there's so many times that you see partners especially on the flagship and we've seen it for years and years and years where they just treat each other like shit in those tough moments instead of being there and being the support for your partner that you should be so shouts to him shouts to Aza for not quitting and for getting her ass back in that water instead of, you know, telling Cinco and TJ and everybody else to F themselves, you know, so. Also, I want to give I, I found it really cool when uh, Kira and Enzo got up to the dock yeah. and he's like, look, you did all the work for the swimming. Let me handle this. Yeah. And he smoked that yep. fucking puzzle, too. I mean, yeah. I don't know yeah. how long it took any of these people, but from the edit, it looked like it was really quick. He got like it he done. got it done pretty quickly. Yeah. And it, so it boils down to it's either going to be Sarah and Leo or Oz and Cinco. Um, Sarah and Leo get an advantage starting the puzzle before Oz and Cinco. Um, but with that being said, by time the puzzle is finished um, for, what was it, whatever second to last place is, 
which turned out to be Sarah and Leo. Aza, yeah, Aza and Cinco, or I'm sorry, Sarah and Leo end up not coming in last. Aza and Cinco did, mm-hmm. but they put up a valiant effort because they were already getting their puzzle about halfway up. So they were they moving pretty quick. They only had a couple pieces left. Yeah, they were moving in. pretty quick yeah. through yeah. it. And, and look, the, the biggest theme from this that I took away was one, obviously Tyson. Just fucking super impressive. Again, we've said it enough. I'm not going to let you guys talk anymore about him. It was super impressive. Secondly, (laughs) I wanted to talk about the heart of this whole crew because out of four people not knowing how to swim, not one of them fucking quit or gave up. Nope. Yep. And their partners were so supportive, even if they were talking shit in their confessionals, even Sarah was supportive of Leo. Like she... He was hanging on to her back Literally. and she was swimming him across. Yeah, exactly. Thank God she's buoyant. Dude, I'm like, thank God she's a badass. Like, yeah, dude, yeah, like seriously, really because like that could that was really like that could have been a bad situation for both of them. You know what I mean? And so it's like everybody it did such a good job. And that's a long freaking swim. It's a long swim. And like, yeah, I yeah. had to really think about it because like I grew up on lakes, like swimming out to like you know, islands out in the middle of the lake and stuff. So like something like that for me, I like feel like it's I like I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's like a normal summer afternoon when I was fucking 19, you know, like whatever. But for people who don't like didn't grow up on the lake and don't, you know, swim actively all the fucking time. That's huge. That's a long ass swim. So like, yeah, seriously, I I agree. Shouts out to all of them for that. You know what? I want to give a shout out to, and this shout outs to Anchor FM. Let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> if we're not back in five minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> I don't know why, but I legit thought you were playing rock music. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he doing right now? <laughs> Welcome back to the smooth sounds of Rick's rock and roll. He's just kidding. We're not going to sing. Don't worry, guys. But we do want to thank you for staying tuned through that ad. Um, Anyways, where we left off was the daily with uh, Tyson and Cache winning. Unfortunately, Cinco and Aza coming in last place. And from there, we move into house and deliberation. And uh, the first thing we get is... uh, I, I forget if it's a confessional or if it's a conversation, but Sarah basically saying that she knows uh, Tyson uh, isn't going to put her in because they're solid or solid, solid. Yeah. It was solid, solid, solid confessional. Yeah. Totes, totes solid. Yeah. And yeah. Which if you've watched the challenge at all, as soon as someone says that, you're like, OK, yeah, you're going in. Yeah. My <laughs> note literally says Sarah feels great, says she's solid with Tyson and he won't put her in. Kind of feel like he's going to put her in. <laughs> Which means she's going to be And Ben said the same thing. And you're like, cool. So one of you two no are going longer in. survivor strong. No, nope. no, that's the end of it. I, the part that I found interesting was Cinco like coaching Oz on the deliberation. Yeah. Like as if she hadn't been there with Tyson beforehand, but yeah, but it was smart. It was smart because he was basically told her not to say a damn thing. Cause cash will twist it on them yeah. at some point. Don't give them yeah. a name. Don't say anything. Don't 
nothing. Yeah, which made for like a really awkward deliberation because it was just one of those scenes like where one person's being really outgoing and the other <laughs> one's not saying shit. It was like, so yeah. we want to do all of this for you and we want to kind of, you know, get your feel on, you know, how everything's going and who you'd like to go against. Uh, do you have anyone you'd like to go against? Well, I mean, nah. Cinco Cinco's like, well, you know, we can't really like say a name because we haven't even had a chance to talk about it. And I'm like, dude, come on. You guys were sitting on the couch before we called you in here. Yeah. What were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. He should have just been like, nah, nah. That's crazy. Just yeah. Hit him with the exactly. standard phrases. Well, and you got to think like how frustrating this has to be for like the winners, right? Like, I'm sure like Tyson probably doesn't really give a shit, but like, Cache, this is her first time really in power, you know, and the being in the power position is like really good for getting information as far as like who, you know, like she said, she wanted to know who they might want to go against or not want to go against. And that can reveal a lot, you know, especially if it's like who you don't want to go against because it can, you know, tell you like who people might be most threatened by or it can tell you who people might be working with or like whatever, you know. Yeah. But she didn't get anything out of them. So like I was just sitting there the whole time and I'm like, I bet she's so frustrated right now because she did not get a single thing out of these people the whole time. <laughs> no, it was like, it, like Aza said, it was a game of chicken. It's just yeah. like at one point Tyson, the look on Tyson's face was just like, I don't actually know why we're all sitting here <laughs> yeah. at this point. You're not going to say a name. We're not going to give you yeah. a name. Well, and then the popcorn. See you this afternoon. The popcorn thing, dude. When he was like, he said something about like, like there's no microwavable popcorn in the house. But if there were some, I would get it and just sit back and watch this right now. And I was like, that's what we're doing. Yeah. My <laughs> literal note about this whole interaction was nobody talks in deliberation, which makes it awkward. Yeah. And that's what I felt the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I did like right when uh, Oz and Cinco left the room and Cash and Tyson start talking about it. And they're like, so who's up for elimination? Tyson's like, everybody. Yeah. Everyone. Like, let's let's see the fucking like, bloodshed. Let's fucking go. Um, at that point, it, the next one, and I will let Tony take this because I know it's two of his favorite teams. And as he mentioned earlier, or two of his favorite people on a team. And now they're working on they're both on my team. Yes, they are, which is doing well, which we'll get into later. Um, but it's Kayla approaches uh, Tyson to talk game with him. Oh, this was back. Wasn't this back when it was uh, it was Derek and Kayla when they were talking about how because it was a cut between like Dom and Desi. Yeah. And Dom said that he thought that they were potentially going in. Yeah. But then oh, it, yeah, was like right. inter, it was like right. inner yeah. cut. Um, with Kayla and Derek and Kayla raised a really valid point, which was that Desi's a strong female that Tyson hasn't been paired with yet. Mm -hmm. So it's unlikely that he's going to go after them. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No. And it was smart. It was really smart because it, my main note on this is Kayla is reading the game super fucking well yeah. um, for that, being able to do that. And well, go ahead. No, oh, I was just going to say, well, and on top of that, like, Dom, though, dude, like convinced again that he's going in like I'm starting to think that this dude is just one of those that's just like thinks he's going in every week just so he's ready. He's prepared kind of like stay ready so you don't have to get ready kind of thing. Yeah, so I'm like, you just you just do this every week, don't you? Just like, yeah, it's me. Fuck it. I'm going in. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, and that never works well. I mean, and then obviously we get a confessional about how pissed Sarah is about Leo. Oh, God. And then her going around the house telling everybody about Leo, who's still her partner. Just a montage of her telling every single person, like all the girls. She goes and vents to to Ben. Like, she just goes and vents to, like, literally everybody about how terrible of a partner Leo is. And, like, I was thinking the whole time, I was like, this is not... Yeah, it's, work not, out good for it's you. not a good look. No, it's not. Hive mind. Boom. Sorry, I just had to put that out there. Um, but anyways, Kayla does approach Cheers, Tyson Josh. to uh, talk to him about someone that's not happy. He's winning all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was a great quote, too, because it was just like, there's somebody who's annoyed that you're winning, but we can't really figure out why they're annoyed that you're winning. Yeah. Yeah. And his response of... Does their name start with a B? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I think it does. So fun fact on that. Um, Tyson already knew. That was his opportunity to see if Kayla was going to be upfront with him about oh. the information. Because um, he'd already heard Ben kind of talking a little bit of trash about um, about him. And also like way back in the beginning when Sarah and Ben were talking and Ben said playing with Tyson is always difficult because you never know when he's going to go off. Yeah. I don't believe that in four seasons of Survivor and five episodes of the Challenge USA, I have ever seen Tyson, quote unquote, go off. Well, that's why I was so like I was like shocked with the whole puzzle thing when he just like flipped out and like threw the puzzle pieces at the wall and shit. Like I was like, dang, Tyson, like he's got some. Like, dang, I've never seen nothing like that from Tyson before. That's crazy. I don't think that's what he was meaning. I think he was referring more to the gameplay as far as kind of going going rogue, you know, as far as not being survivors. That could be that could be true. I mean, he's always loyal to his alliance. He might have just told you that you were also his alliance and you're not. His alliance just changes all the time. (laughs) I love it, though. I love it. Yeah, no. And. Yeah. What I really like about this is you're starting to see the cracks that are going to happen that we all love to see in later episodes as we get closer to the final, where all of a sudden you really start getting some emotional backstabs, some double crosses on people. I know I'm using a lot of challenge terms right now. Um, It's the challenge. It it, it It is is what we do. Um, But this is what's going to create storylines for continuing seasons. Yes. And this is what we're all here for. And with that being said, we head into eliminations. Yeah. And when we get into eliminations, obviously they introduce Cinco and Aza as the ones coming in. And TJ asks Tyson and Cache who they're going to be putting in against Cinco and Aza. And I know it was, God, I know it was a blindside. I, I know it really was because you could tell by the look on people's faces. Oh, yeah. yeah. But from what we heard in our exit interviews, and, and to go back for a second, in the exit interview one, Aza said that she would want to go against David and Alyssa, but knew it would have been social suicide with the Big Brother clan. Well, yeah. And the only reason they really wanted to go against David and Alyssa was purely for the money. Yeah, like, because they, would have been they knew if they beat them and they took their money, that would give them enough money to qualify for the for the final. And so that was their only, you know, goal in that. But they also, like you said, knew it would be social suicide because yeah. <laughs> that's two big brother people that Oz is going against. 
But we also yeah. found out that even as much as it was a blind side, the name had been floated at a point yeah. where Tyson hadn't brought it up that Sarah and Leo might be an option. Yeah. Which, look, we know from the foreshadowing, and obviously we're talking past tense about the episode, so we know what happens, but it it kind of surprised me that that name got floated openly like that. I felt like that's something you so, want to play close to the chest. From my understanding, just again, from this is one of the benefits of actually getting the opportunity to listen to Tyson's podcast before our recap. Mm-hmm. The last couple of weeks, I haven't been able to. It wasn't necess- I don't necessarily know if it was like widespread knowledge throughout the house. Right. But Tyson had been talking to Cinco sort of on the side outside of the deliberation room yeah. to say, like, try to give him a bit of a heads up in that it could be Sarah and Leo. Right. Yeah. Right. No, and it makes sense. I mean, well, and we see later that he told Danny, like he sat down and told Danny, like, hey, yeah. it might be, you know, it might be Sarah and Leo kind of thing. And Danny was like, you know, you can't blame him, but he's like, OK, whatever. Like, it ain't me. Danny, so, <laughs> yeah, Danny was apparently like supportive of the move. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's like you said, it's a, it's a total survivor move. If you can't take out the person you want to take out, you take out their ally. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And, and my thing is, is to Danny's defense as well, he's not in a position of power to say anything other than, oh, okay, yeah, whatever you yeah, want to do, buddy. Cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. It ain't me. So <laughs> yeah. whatever. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, obviously Tyson and Cache decide to throw Sarah and Leo in against Cinco and Aza. Mm-hmm. And Sarah is bamboozled by this decision because. She was told earlier that Tyson's too old to be doing bamboozling. But he's not. He's not. He lied. (laughs) He's got several years of bamboozling left in him. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Nice save. Anyways, um, Sarah's pissed. You can see it all over her face. She, oh, yeah. She's what's up? Sorry. (laughs) Jesus. That one came out of nowhere. Oh, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Nice save. So Sarah's fucking pissed. Leo. um, (laughs) Leo is just absolutely convinced that, you know, Tyson looked at him like a little brother and vice versa. Was that the actual truth? Is that what was said on Tyson's podcast? (laughs) Tyson said on day one. Leo started calling him big brother and he just found it super awkward. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I already have a, I already have a little brother. I don't need another one. Yeah, um, it's, it's and he one. said like, he un, like, understandably it was like Leo's way of like ma- starting to form that bond. It just didn't really fly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it, it looked like? You know what it really remind me of? Remind me of Wes. Look, Josh, I'm not here to take out the worst player in the game. All right. This is not a thing. This is not a thing. <laughs> That's what my, it is. my favorite thing about that whole interaction is so dumb, but it's because I have such a basic sense of humor. Leo was just like, I looked up to you and I thought about it. I was like, well, Tyson's taller than you, so you still look up to him. Plus, you're down in the arena. Tyson's up there, so you're actually actively looking up to him. While saying that you <laughs> used to look up to him past tense. And then yeah. Sarah called me an idiot. I was which yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. Like I literally wrote that quote down because I was like, he's like, I looked up to you. You disgust me. I was like, dude, it's a game for a million dollars. Like, what did you expect? The best player in the fucking game to just like 
what carry you to the end like we don't do that on the challenge i don't know that's not entirely accurate and we don't like them to do that on the challenge that is true i I mean personally and most of the strong players minus like Johnny Bananas carrying his shit cousin to the You're final. You're telling me that if CT had to choose between running against Jordan or not? going against fucking like uh, no offense, you no, know, like let's make it even worse. Like the guy who quit fucking hey, the hey, island because he missed he, his girlfriend. He didn't give much of a fight against fucking Lil Cachet about sending in Ben and Justine, which Cachet said was what Tyson wanted. And then she fought him and said, absolutely no, no way. And they agreed on Sarah. And then she threw out Sarah and Leo and he said, fine. But you're like, come on. Like, no. What was the first part of that sentence? Yeah. I what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I got the second part and I was like, I don't think the end of the sentence connected with the first part of this. Sentence. It does. It does. It that did. Was, <laughs> then, then I went off. <laughs> like those two thoughts were not connected <laughs> at all. They were about two different things completely. I don't care. It, but it's he, my birthday. <laughs> This again. At least we have the episode title. Yeah, that's it really is. Is. It's what it's really going to be. It's not your fucking birthday. <laughs> that's what it's really going to be. Oh. Um. So, anyways, the elimination this time is called a dark turn, and uh, basically, what's going to be happening is you're going to be tied to your partner uh, at the hip, and then you and your partner have to race uh, into a dark container where you can't see anything, but there is a puzzle key. That is exactly how a puzzle should be put together, and you have to figure it out without being able to see it. Now, the way this puzzle is made up, it's made up of pieces of wood that are put together to look like film reels. And those film reels are at different sizes as far as like how far apart they are, and you have to figure out in which order they go. Now, there's four total of these different four size, sizes. Four sizes. And, uh, you know... That's basically it. So it's not rocket science. I want to say there's like six, 16 total or something like that. I don't It's tall. I don't know why I want there's to say a lot. 16, but I feel like there's like 16 total or something like it's that. because but. you saw Sarah and Leo carrying four each. Uh, um, I don't know if that's true. I'm just talking shit. Anyways. I don't think that. I think they're carrying a lot more than four each. Actually, there might be way more than 16. On. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, did you? There was a lot of confessionals and interactions that happened before this fucking final yep. elimination went off. Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover before we get into the actual elimination? Yep. Go. Uh, Sarah was big on the whole. You've played Survivor four times. You've won once. I would like to point out she's played Survivor three times and won once. Um, she has also not won individual immunity. Um, so she's O for I think twenty one. For individual immunity wins. Oh my god. Tyson is not. Yeah. And I don't think Ben's won any individual immunity win. He doesn't have any individual immunity wins either. He's found all his, which yeah. um, like still there's skill involved in finding immunity idols. You need to know where to look. Um, but yeah, she was big on you've played four times, you've won once, and you've like whatever she said, you've blown up your game every time. I would like to point out that she got crossed over by Tony in the first one that she played cops are us 1.0 and then who won the second time that she lost tony um and then when she did win she was up against brad culpepper and troyzan so not exactly the best of the best (laughs) all of that to say like she is a beast in survivor 
she is a physical beast in the challenge. Yeah. But her trash talk needs to be worked on. Yes. Because most of the things that she said could very easily be like turned back around on her. Well, yeah, that was my thing. Like, I literally had to pull my phone out on the next commercial break right after she said that because I was like, hold the fucking phone. Did she win more than once? Because I could have sworn that she's only one survivor once. Did she win twice? No. And I'm freaking losing my mind. No, she went out on Kageon. She won Game Changers. She went out on Winners at War. She lost. Actually, uh, she memory serves. She made fire against um, Tony. Yeah. So I think I think Ben went out fifth. She went out fourth. And then the final three were um, Tony, Natalie and Michelle. Yeah. I'm just going to say this, that saying, oh, you've been on four seasons and only won one does not resonate with challenge fans because most challenge fans favorites have gone like six to eight seasons before they won one. Yeah, that qu- I literally Austin Rob has only won once. Yeah. yeah, I literally didn't even write that down because <laughs> I, it didn't even like it's it just doesn't resonate, doesn't especially resonate when challenge fans when yeah. the arguably one of the goats had to go eight seasons before he won one. And then all of a sudden went on a string of three out of his last four. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, and the other arguable yeah. goat fucking went out first on the first season he ever played. Yeah. And then went on a yeah. string of what we were talking the other day, 15 he seasons, 15 seasons in a row. Johnny bananas and did. made like six finals or seven finals yeah. out of that. Yeah, it's fucking insane. So like yeah. that just it, it doesn't resonate. It might be more of a re- a bigger theme in like Big Brother or Survivor because there are some quite a few Survivor people that are one offs. Right. Yeah. Or they've only done two seasons. and They didn't win anything. And that's all they ever do. But on a on a show where you get returning people all the time. And if as far as we know, we're getting returning people from this show in the future season. Yeah. Yep. That doesn't really matter to challenge fans. Well, I mean, yeah, when you look exactly. at it, like if you look at it. F- from the point of view of there are 42 seasons of Survivor, which means there are 40. Well, there's 40 winners because Tony and Sandra each won twice. Right. So there's only two two people out of 42 seasons that have won more than once. Yeah, exactly. For some reason, I thought Sandra won three times, but I guess that's my mistake. No, because no, the season 40 was the like the big thing was there will either be two people who have won twice or one person that's won three times by the end of season 40. Mm, Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, Good to know. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, that's my thing is, and this is on a very much larger picture that now we're on this subject is the fact to me is until we see them go against some of the MTV challenge players, I really don't have the greatest judgment of how good these people are because I don't know against they're, I don't know their competition level in the house as a whole. This is the first time we've ever seen any of them. Or yeah. in a final, which yeah, is ex- the big, like, getting to the final is one thing. Mm-hmm. Winning the final is another thing altogether. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because shown to us over the last three out of, what, the last four seasons, the best strategy is to lay extremely fucking low all season. Don't make any moves unless you absolutely have no other choice and try to get the least amount of blood on your hands and then just kill everybody in the final. Yep. Or partner with CT. Well, that's the CT method right there. (laughs) Yeah. Or you get lucky and get partnered with him. That's that's how you win. (laughs) You know, unless you're Jordan, you know, and and so anyways, long way to say probably not a great insult by Sarah. Um, And also 
she's got to do whatever she's got to do to hype her up in that moment. I get that. You know, you got to, if if some people like Michael Jordan, not saying Sarah is Michael Jordan by any means or (laughs) make that, you know, connection, but um, some people need to feel slighted in order to get motivated to do something. And if she's one of those people, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, Anyway. So like I said, the puzzle uh, for the elimination, I've heard a lot of people complain about this. There's always fucking puzzles on the challenge. It's they just until realize. recent years that we got like back to back hall brawls and then a pull or wrestle or some shit, you know, which that does everyone it. complained about. Yes. Yes, exactly. And my thing is, is people are going to complain about this, but we will get a string of physical eliminations as we get closer to the end. Yep. It's just totally. what it's going to be. So in this elimination, I found it really interesting. The, the difference in strategy from the two teams, right? So when TJ blows a horn, Oz and Cinco, first thing they do is run in to go check out the puzzle key in the dark, in the blacked out uh, room room or whatever it's in, where Sarah and Leo go gather all the different sizes and start trying to figure out how they're going to make them different, you know, distinguish the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they do this for quite a while. Like, I think we see Cinco and Oz make one or two trips in and out yeah. before Sarah and Leo ever go into the, the darked out room to mm-hmm. find their puzzle key. Yeah. Well, and as they're like sitting there doing this, as Sarah and Leo are sitting there measuring out using their fists and their fingers and stuff to just like measure out the distance between, you know, the sizes of the different reels. It like cuts back to Cache and Tyson up on the little winner's <laughs> podium. And Cache is freaking the fuck out. And she turns to Tyson and she looks so nervous. And she's like, if she comes back, I'm fucked. And I was just like, you didn't think about this before you so- tried to throw Sarah and Leo out as an option to Tyson? What did you think he was going to like say no or something like, oh my God, you didn't think about this before? Yes, there's a good chance she's going to fucking come back. Like, oh my God. But yeah, she's freaking the fuck out. Well, I, mean, I thought that was hilarious. She's right to. I mean, I said, oh yeah. Cash ain't knows she's fucked because Sarah and Leo have the right strategy. Yeah, And, and not to say that Cinco and Oz's strategy was completely wrong, but I also think their communication wasn't great during this elimination from what we saw. Right. It seemed a lot of leading and kind of thing, you know, where it wasn't a cooperative, like let's figure out a better way to do this. But it's also right. the heat of the moment for an elimination with the potential to win $500,000. So a lot of things go out the fuck well, window when that happens. And like, uh, so like, obviously, you know, like you said, like Aza and Cinco were like going in and out, you know, and they had been in and out a couple of times while Le- Leo and Sarah were still, you know, using their fists and their hands to measure this or whatever. And they run into the to the room and, um, you know, Cinco and Oz are out or whatever. And I can't remember who yells at them. I want to say it was like Kira or something. But she's like, use your fists or whatever, like measure, measure the distance with your hands. And Oza walks over to it and she just starts waving her hand up and down in between the space. And I'm like, that's not going to tell you anything, Oza. Like, what are you doing right now? And they're like trying to name them like tiny, medium, large, extra large, like all this shit. Like Leo and Sarah had a one through four, one, two, three, four. Yep. Simple. You know what I mean? But like tiny, what is tiny? That doesn't, that's could be different to anybody. You know what I mean? Like that's not a solid measurement of any sort and like (laughs) what are we doing right now i was just like oh no man because i didn't want to see either of these people go home obviously but like 
watching yeah. like I love Ozza so much and she's such a sweet soul. So like watching this, I was just like, oh, my God, no, this is not going to be good. You know what one what confessional really grabbed me, though, hmm. was the fact that Angela was over there like rooting for Ozza and Cinco, not because of Big Brother connection, but because of, you know, her saying that she's still repping t- Team Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I did like that. It yeah. really, you know, we've had this discussion over a couple episodes, like how deep is their alliance really? Or is it, you know, just surface level? And I think it seems we've really deep. gotten our answer over these last few weeks on yeah. how deep yeah. that alliance is. Yeah. Um, you know, I want them to be friends like I'm, I'm her, sure Tyson, Tyler, Rachel. Like, let's do a whole thing. OK, let's just do a whole thing. Yes, we're we're coordinating Sweet. a play date for them. Pickleball for all. Yes. <laughs> well, and I just like I had to point out to Rick, I was like, I wonder if like she was just like instantly like kind of drawn to Tyson because like he is kind of similar to Tyler in certain ways as far as like, you know, build and hair and just like capabilities and stuff like that. I'm not saying like an attraction thing at all, but just like feeling familiar and feeling comfortable with somebody because they remind you of somebody else. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. I can see it. It's like the similarities. They both have blonde hair. That's like the long. long hair. They're tall. They're both but like skinnier they're, builds. You they're know what I mean? Like such different people though. Cause like, Oh yeah. When they're you, way different like, people. Look, and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to do a disservice to Tyler. Um, he's, uh, he's a very a smart guy. Very well-spoken. But he does give off a very uh, bra vibe. He's a certain um, guy. You know what I mean? And But he's not that. But he gives off that vibe. Yeah. He, Tyson does not give off that vibe at no, all. Tyson gives saying, off a very. Yeah. I'm not saying personality in any way, shape or form. I'm just saying like just strictly like physically, like just being comfortable around somebody because I don't know. Any, you're not allowed around anyone with a beard and bald. Just saying that. My One of my best friends is beard. His beard and bald has a beard and his bald. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Jesus. Josh's beard is has a beard in his bald. Josh's beard is bald. <laughs> that, ladies and gents, is why I was telling Karina to have one glass of wine and not two. I think I just had three. Oh, good lord. I might have a little bit more. I don't know. I'm doing like sampler glasses though. Like when you go to like tastings and shit, like I'm not even pouring. You don't have glasses. to justify yourself. You're an adult. Okay. <laughs> and it's, audio. I am. And it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows how many glasses you've had. Um, anyways, guys. So Sarah and Leo have the right strategy in this. Um, they pull out the win. Um, it's sad to see Cinco and Aza go home, but unfortunately somebody's going to have to lose the elimination. Good lord. <laughs> Let's get through this. Um, <laughs> okay. The highlight of the episode, I'm not going to lie, and there was some funny parts like where I actually physically laughed. Yeah. You know, not just like I actually laughed and I thought it was amusing, but the best part to me is where Sarah's doing all those actions at Tyson, like, you know. The chicken leg thing. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, oh, Tony just took a bite of chicken leg. How long have you been thinking about prepping that? Uh, it's been in a Tupperware container on my desk all night. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Tony so, just took a bite out of the chicken lap. But as much as Sarah's doing that, it's Leo. What Leo's fucking saying kills me. He's yeah. like, don't even look at him. Don't even look at him. Yeah. Don't even look at him. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Like, oh. 
Fuck. And then he like he straight like tells Tyson he's like I called you my big bro and I was just like bro Tyson don't give a fuck about that <laughs> okay yeah, nobody cares he doesn't care if you called him baby okay like it doesn't fucking matter dude this game is for money he has a wife and kids at home he don't give a fuck what you called him I'm sorry but that's just the truth that's facts um. Not to be confused with stats and info, just to let you know, there's facts too. Um, yeah, I don't know why I said that, but I did. <laughs> Anyways, um, the episode pretty much ends on that part. Of course, there's the teaser about the algorithm and how perfect it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. But I told you about my perfect algorithm. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna let you get into that. Um, I know Karina had a little bit on the next time on, and then let's give our kind of final takes on like the algorithm and all. Oh, I I only got like two quotes out of the next on because it just goes so fast. Like I can't. And then yeah, like I don't have chaos. time. I don't have time to do the like the streaming version of it on Paramount plus before we record. So like, I'm strictly writing my notes off of the live version. And so like, it's just like, go, go, go. I can't push pause or nothing, but I did catch Tyson saying, you're not getting permission to put me in. And I'm like, does somebody (laughs) legitimately go to fucking Tyson? Like, Hey man, like I was just thinking, you know, maybe it might be like a good idea to like throw you in. Like, is that cool? Like, how do you? What are you doing? I don't even understand that. Or it's completely out of context and it has nothing to do with anything at all. I'm if just going to say, probably what it is. But watch Leo win this next daily. Oh my god! Right. I mean, I don't know if he does or not. I'm just. Yeah. And then the other quote that I caught was from Enzo, and he says, "It's chaos. No more lovey dovey. Let's play." And I was like, yes, Enzo, let's fucking go. Let's fucking play. Let's get some bloodshed. Let's get some hurt feelings. Let's get some broken friendships. I am here for it. That sounded really bad, but like game wise. (laughs) You don't have to justify yourself. (laughs) I just want to see some good competitive drama. I, I don't care about the boyfriends and the like I'm I'm I'm. I'm I just I want some good competitive like this was a really good start. And I said this, I, I think, either last week or the week before where I was like, I can't wait like as much as I don't want to see Survivor and stuff like because I really like the Survivor players, but I can't wait for them to start eating at each other because I, I that's what I love about the way that Survivor is played. And so I've been really looking forward for this to this moment. And I feel like this is going to be a shift in the game. Yeah. Because basically at this point, like Tyson has like wiped away the rules. Like he has given permission for Survivor to go after each other. You know what I mean? Because like it's not like like and the same thing has pretty much happened with Big Brother with Kylan and Alyssa going yep. after Xavier last week. So that's kind of shot. You know what I mean? And then you have this. And, and so it's just like it kind of feels like those permissions are kind of being given at this point where it's like. And it happens and we're at the point in the game where you can't just play Survivor Strong or Big Brother Strong or Love Island or Amazing Race Strong or whatever. You can't play that game all the way through to the end, no matter how much you want to. It's just not physically possible, especially with this algorithm thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I don't know. I'm I'm really, really excited for for next week and to see what happens. So, Tony, why don't you give us your closing thoughts and your idea on the perfect algorithm? Um, Yeah. So, I mean. It was an excellent episode. It was very Tyson heavy. I appreciate the fact that the lines have been drawn. I don't know how everyone else in the Survivor crew like shakes down. Right. Seemingly, Danny is 
in cahoots with Tyson. Ben and Sarah are obviously going to be on the other side of the house. I think more so than last week when um, Xavier was taken out. I think the repercussions that are going to come are going to stem from this elimination, not last elimination. Yeah. And I don't even necessarily mean repercussions for Tyson. Right. I mean, in the house in general, like the whole vibe of the house, my guess is that next week is completely shifted. It's now going to be like a line down the middle of the house. You stay on your side. We'll stay on our side. Yeah. And it's going to be campaigning to see who can get the most people. And then you're going to see two alliances form. Um, even with the algorithm, you're still going to see those alliances form outside of the algorithm and then they'll just kind of work as best as they can within what they get. Yeah, it's going to turn into like a a Tyson, Angela, Ben, Sarah, whose fucking yep. side are you on? Th- screw these shows. Let's play. And and I'm I'm It's so going to turn into the challenge. It. Yes, I'm so yep. ready for it. I'm so ready for it. So. I like this episode a lot. Um, And as Tyson heavy as it was, it was actually more Sarah heavy. It was very Sarah heavy. Mm -hmm. And she actually set the record for most confessionals. Shout out to Challenge Stats for giving us the stats and info that Tony Lance does not have time to look up because he's looking up all the other stats and info that we need. (laughs) Um, But so big shout out to them. Yes. Um, With that being said, I... Tony pretty much encapsulated my thought on the episode. And so I don't really feel the need to add a closing thoughts for myself. Did you have anything you want to add or should we get into MVPs? I, I think we're good. Did you have anything you wanted to say about the algorithm? Um, yeah, I just wanted to shout out Brian Cohen from the challenge wrap up um, over on RHAP. He had tweeted out a Excel spreadsheet of everybody who's left in the game. And the possible combinations that remain. Yeah. So the because a lot of people are saying if the algorithm ends up with Tyson and Sarah as partners next, then it's a foregone conclusion that production's completely involved and the algorithm is not random at all. Yep. The flip side to that is there's a one in four chance that organically Tyson is going to be paired with Sarah because of the women that have already gone home versus the people that he's already been paired with. Right. Um, based on this document that he tweeted out, Tyson would either end up with Shannon, Kira, Desi, or Sarah. Can we be honest about something, though? Even if Sarah and Tyson get partnered, it doesn't matter because they're not losing the daily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and with that and being they're said, both a type of them. competitor to to like not throw it and play because here's the thing. No, they won't throw if it. Either one of them throws it. Then they're both in elimination. The only way that you can take out one of the, like that person in that situation is by sending yourself home. Yeah. yeah. Exa- well, and Sarah's not even qualified for the final yet. As far as I know, she's mm. only got, she doesn't have enough money to qualify yet. So why is, and in my opinion, she would be the only one in that team that would have any reason or desire to want to throw it to be like, fuck you, Tyson. But like Tyson doesn't yeah. give a shit. Like he's the one who made the move. So he's not going to throw it. She's not going to throw it because she wants the money to win. And she knows that Tyson's capable. Obviously he's done it with three other girls this whole season. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't see, I wouldn't see that happening in any way, shape or form, but yeah, no, I, I would definitely question it a little bit if like just the very next week, like they're partnered together, like, mm, 
But I mean, same with Ben and Sarah, but that's a possibility, too. That is a possibility, too. And I am waiting for that partnership because I actually want to see how they compete like together as a team because they're such a close alliance. I want to see how they actually like work together. And I hope I hope it's like a pressure situation. I just want to see how they work together. And I'm not like hoping for one way or the other. I just want to see how they work together. No, they played really well together on Survivor. And like I. Yeah. Like like I said, like I've of course gave Sarah shit this episode, but I like I'm a fan of Sarah from Survivor. I've talked about this ad nauseum. Um, I like Ben as well. As far as Survivor players go, Survivor winners go. Um, But it'll be really interesting to see how they compete on the challenge together, especially because, as we've said before, you take all those elements out of Survivor that put them in that high stress situation of like no food, minimalistic shelter, which I mean, still pretty much with that bunker, you're in the same boat. Um, And then just like exhaustion, whereas now you've got catering and everything else. So it's a whole new ball game and you're actually playing presumably at your peak physical condition. Right. Yeah, no, agreed. And thank you, Jenga. Yeah, Jenga agrees too. That's well put. Yeah. Um. It, it was thoughtful and well put out, Jenga. Congratulations. Yes. No, I agree with you, Tony. And I, here's my thing: is at the end of the day, who are they going to send in? Like they, they're going to have to. Sarah's going to have to hope that Tyson either gets last in daily, which isn't going to happen from what we've seen. Yeah. Or I, yeah, they're going to have to throw him in against somebody who got last in daily, and who's really in there that's going to beat him so far from what we've seen. Like yeah. as far as I'm concerned, other than Kyland. Ain't nobody got a chance. Yeah. Maybe Ben, but I haven't seen mm. Ben or Danny, you know, do anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they haven't been at the bottom, but they're, you know, middle pack, usually top three or uh, there. Yeah. I mean, Ben almost beat Kylan in that one when Kylan was partnered with Andrew. Yeah, and like they were right there. And then he came in third on this one today. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ben's, they've done really well. They're they not have. bottom of the pack no. in any way, shape, or form. No, but. And I also think it depends on what the elimination is. Like you put Danny. Or Ben against Tyson in like a pole wrestle or a hall brawl or something like super physical. Maybe, maybe look at Kyle. I Kyle's mean, yeah, long but, and but lanky. Even, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I just I, like Tyson has admitted that that's not his strong point in any way, shape, or form. But that he would, you know, he fucking look I, eats everybody up else up. And I know he was referring to the OGs, but that I, I feel that also applies to the cast of the U S well, look, but it, that's just a personal opinion. But yeah. And, but you never know. And a pole wrestle isn't about strength and size unless it's not distance. always, you know, because if that was the case, you know, Joss would have smoked Derek. I mean, maybe, but Derek's a big guy just cause he's not tall. He's, he's big. He's strong. Like, yeah. But he's not big compared to Joss. No, but Joss fucked up. Derek did not, beat him physically joss fucked up and stepped out of that ring thinking that the game was over part of winning i understand that but i'm saying it's not like Derek beat joss physically and ripped that thing out of his hands and beat him no like he beat him absolutely i'm not taking that away from Derek in any way shape or form do not get me wrong please but at the end of the day he just held on Right. And that's all you have to do sometimes to win. And you're telling me that Tyson doesn't have that ability to. I, I don't know. I don't know. Do I think anybody's beating Danny in a fucking hall brawl? No, because he's an but NFL player. But that's what I'm saying. There are <laughs> situations in which Tyson could be sent down and could lose an elimination. But from what we've like, seen. I don't want to just hand him the fucking final halfway through the show. 
right out oh, the no. gate and assume no, that, you no, know what I mean? But, like, I'm just saying there are, there is a situation in which that could happen. But that's not what I was saying. My statement was they are most likely not, he's never going to most likely, no, I'm afraid, he's not going to get last and right. go automatically in. So they're going to have to put him in against somebody who did get last. Right. And the people getting last are not Danny, like we just mentioned, are not Ben, are not Kylan, are not those people. It depends. Because it also depends on your partner. Look at Cinco. I would have, he doesn't look like somebody who would just come in last place. But then in this situation, he got, you know, kind of held back a little bit by Aza and her inability to swim and ended up in last place. It almost happened to Tyson. Like, I'm just saying, like, there are situations in which that could happen. Like, there was a good majority of this daily that Tyson was getting his ass whooped. But and he, was losing the daily. But he didn't he lose came, it. No, he didn't lose it. He came back and he fucking kicked ass. And I still, so can, still that, can't even believe that that happened. Like, oh, my God. But I'm just saying that there. you never know what, what can happen in the challenge. You never know what twist is going to happen, who your partner is, what the daily is, what's going to affect it, what your partner's strengths and weaknesses are, what the elimination is. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different variables that I just think I think you're right. Absolutely. And I'm just playing devil's advocate. But I'm just saying, like, there is a situation in which it's possible for Tyson to go home. I don't think it's like a likely thing, but there is a situation that's possible. Well, yeah, nothing, nothing in Jason, the world. CTO. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing in the world you. guaranteed. Exactly. But at the same time, you have to look at it from a game perspective, right? Like, I'm trying to get CT out the game. Who am I going to throw him up against? Am I going to throw him up against the last place person? Right. But the thing is, is like, even like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I see it from both sides, but I'm just also going to play devil's advocate right back with you. No, that's that's fair. But and to argue your point, CT chose to go against Jay. He did not get thrown in there against him. No, he he. Yeah, he made that choice. I didn't say he did. No, but But Jay beat him. Yeah. Regardless. you know, and fucking in something that CT and Jordan should beat, have fucking won. And Jordan beat Josh in a fucking rope comp Banan- contest. Bananas beat CT in something that CT should have fucking won. You know what I mean? Like I it, question, just, it happens. We're we're seeing eliminations in pairs, but we've also in the this season on after the first episode saw at least a hall brawl, potentially a pole wrestle and a balls in. Yeah, mm-hmm. the balls in we've seen before by doing it in rounds. Mm-hmm. How does a same with a the hall brawl work? We've though? seen that. We've seen that too on uh, Battle of the Seasons. Yeah. Um, it's they do I rounds, guess, yeah. guy against guy, girl against girl. That was when uh, Kara and uh, no, it was she go against. It was because I know Wes and Wes went against Easy, and then Kara went against I can't remember the other girl's name, Laura or something. No, it was um in Battle of the Seasons, wasn't it Zach against CJ? Well, that was CJ. a completely, literally, completely different elimination than what I'm talking about. I was just naming like the most famous one oh, from that I've only season, seen, which is the West and West first Big Easy. Yeah, I've only seen Big the Easy first three episodes the fucking, of that season. Yeah, so. that's this episode rings where the West, bell with Wes's head. Yeah, yeah, Easy rings the bell with Wes's head, and Kara takes out. I can't. I can't remember her name, but 
I, oh, yeah. I want to say just, it's like Laura or something. I, can't, I just can't remember. She only did like the one season. No offense to Wes's partner or Cara in that, but the, at no point was that performance that Cara put on memorable. So it, no, at least compared the West to and, the Wes and, and Easy, Easy yeah. one is, and that was the same exact situation. I totally forgot Cara was in that. I thought it was I someone else. I just knew else. because that was the one that, yeah. I just, yeah. yeah that's I thought it was that. Camilla for some reason or someone else that was in it for their no. season. But yeah. anyways, look, we, I, I, I do agree that, yes, anything can happen, but I feel like Tyson is a front runner. Um, another thing I want to mention is I find it very interesting. I want to give all props to Sarah for winning on this, but she hasn't finished top three in a daily at all this season. No. no. So the other thing, too, and I will say this as well, and like I just said, I I do like Sarah, but I do, too. But- Sarah, Sarah sent herself in. Nobody else sent Sarah in. She went around talking about how trash Leo was as a partner. Cache knew that she hadn't been partnered with Leo yet. And yep. one of the things that I give absolute credit to Cache over some of the other people in that house, she looked at it from the perspective of, I am not as strong as some of the other women here. And if you pair me with Leo, We're we fucked. will not be a good pair together. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that Cache is weak because she is absolutely not. No. But in a house with Desi and Sarah and Angela, Angela and the people like yeah. that, like there are people who are just built different. And I appreciate that Cache was able to be honest with herself about where her strengths lie and knowing that it is a matter of finding the right partner in order to be successful in challenges. And that's the same for absolutely everyone there. But knowing that pairing with Leo is not a good idea based on what Sarah was saying, right? Because up until now, yeah, Leo's not necessarily been like the best, but he's not usually quite that low in the placements. He's normally middle of the pack. This was when he ended up the lowest. And then this is when his partner was going around saying how terrible he was as a partner. So Cash was like, look, I don't want to go. I don't want Leo coming back in the house because I don't want to run a daily with him. And apparently some of the other women had also come to them with the same sort of deal, again, based on the things that Sarah was saying. But then when they went into the elimination, it was his like equation that allowed him and Sarah to be as successful as they were. So it's a really interesting thing where Sarah was pissed at Tyson, but Sarah was the reason that Cache wanted Leo in elimination. And then Leo was the one who really got them back out of elimination. Yeah. Um, And that's not to say she couldn't have come up with something if he didn't. No, but she didn't have to. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I'm going to wrap this up. Let's yeah. get into MVP. I'm going to go first. Mm-hmm. And my MVPs are not on the same team. Um, my male MVP, no surprise, Tyson. The performance he what? did in that daily was just shocking. Impo- yeah. it, it, it just amazing. Yeah, it's undescribable. Yeah, That's it's ridiculous. great. Um, my female MVP is Sarah, because what she did in that daily to keep them out of last place, literally carrying Leo on her back as she's swimming and then their performance in the daily or in the elimination and getting the win. It's hard for me to argue against that. So yeah. Sarah gets my female MVP uh, runners up cache and Aza for not giving up and pushing through uh, male runner up would have to be Cinco for his partnership yeah. with Aza. And then 
I you like know, that. they they put up a good fight. So those those are my runner ups. But Tyson and Sarah Survivor yeah. Strong this week. I like it. I like it. Um, I'll just follow that up because mine are the same. Um, I have Tyson and Sarah, despite her display of attitude at the end of the elimination, which I was not a personal fan of. But looking aside from that, the way that she performed throughout the entire episode, throughout the daily, throughout the elimination, she deserves it. Tyson, there's nothing. I don't. There's no words. So. Tyson and Sarah, um, my runners up uh, is also Cinco and um, Cash- is uh, Cinco and Cache. I think that Cache made a very smart move. And I mean, she tried to make a smart move. It didn't work out for her, but she made a strategic move in how she approached who she wanted to send in. Unfortunately, it didn't work out and I think it will backfire on her, but I appreciate the move. So I'll give that to her. And then, you know, special shout out to Kiki as well. MVP every week. Love you. Good and, point. <laughs> and then, yeah, like you said with Cinco, the strictly literally just off of how great of a partner he was, how much like heart and dedication he showed throughout all of his his, you know, episodes that he appeared in this season. You know, I know that this meant a lot to him and he's a big challenge fan. And this is like something that he named as one of his like dreams um, you know, so I, I definitely think that he deserves the recognition for, you know, the effort that he put into the show. So I am co MVPing both my MVPs because nice. I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tyson and Cinco for the guys for the exact same reasons that everyone has said. Obviously, there's a reason that the episode was named after Tyson. Um, as far as Cinco goes, he's been awesome to watch this entire time. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason I picked him for my team <laughs> and I absolutely stand by it. I don't care that he went out on the fifth episode. I'm happy that he's on my team and I look forward to seeing him the next time that he's on. When when he posted, like when he tweeted out after the episode, when he like said that he was eliminated or whatever and said that he had fun, um, I responded and just basically said, like, can't wait to see you again next time. This was the warm up. And that's how I look at this season for Cinco. It's not going to be the last time we see him. It's absolutely like the first of several, if not many. Yeah. Um, And then I am going to give an honorable mention to Leo because he's been shit on a lot and he's not a bad competitor. It's that his personality If I were to be a betting man, I would say that he makes jokes when he gets nervous and it just so happens that it comes off as being not taking the whole thing seriously. Yeah. When in reality, he's trying to calm his nerves. Yeah. Um, He figured out that algorithm, but like equation or whatever, that numbering system in order to help with that elimination. Yeah. And he did it quickly. Um, and that was key because if you do it halfway through the elimination and then you figure out what you're doing, then you're going home. But he figured it out right out of the gate. One, two, three, four, just got it done. They did it. And he did it obviously not with a smile towards Tyson, but with a smile in general. And I enjoy him. I like his confessionals as well. Um, I am a cat dad of three. I don't talk about him quite as much, but (laughs) Jenga talks about him a lot. Uh, Leo is Jenga's favorite. She has said that if we do an exit interview with Leo, that she's probably going to just 
crawl under the door um, <laughs> and come in. But we might we <laughs> might allow her to come in on a on a on a Leo one. Agreed, agreed. Um, I and that's the thing is like I know we've kind of shit on Leo a little bit too. Um, just kind of making. Shit no, on him. I just we mean that I made jokes. it like a joke. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, you know, and I I do think Leo's probably a really cool guy, like a cool cat, just a different type of cat. Yeah. Meow. Meow. But anyways, let's get into our fantasy season. I like it. What about well, my he's got to do his MVPs. female. So. Oh yeah! Wow. Sorry, I forgot about that. Let's go female MVPs, yeah. co MVPs. What a jerk. So Sarah, because yeah. credit where credit is due. Yep. Um, she kept them out of last place and then she do what she had to do to get back in the house. I'm interested to see how that all falls next week and in subsequent weeks. Um, but other co MVP is Kayla because she is playing one hell of a strategic game. And she, nice. like Rick said earlier, has an absolute read on everyone in the game and knows how to use the information when, and yeah. that is key because you can know everything about anyone but if you don't know when and how to use it, then there's no point having that information. But mm-hmm. she, like, especially this episode, was exactly where she needed to be when she needed to be there. Agreed. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Then my honorable mentions are both Aza and Cache for, once again, not quitting in the daily yeah. when they are way out of their element and depth, pun intended. Um, and then... <laughs> Also, just the fact that, like, in general, they have no quit. I'm looking forward to seeing both of them in subsequent seasons. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, fantasy. Um, Coming into this week, points standings was myself at 121, Tony sitting in second with 103, Josh sitting at 94 points, and Karina with 90. Um, And I'm going to go from top points to least amount of points. Karina got the most points this week with 35 what what thank you sarah yeah really that's who it should be because sarah got 12 points in her confessional and then uh five points for the elimination win Uh, and then she also had leo who gave her five points confessional and five points for the elimination win and then we have tony coming in second this week with 24 points Big Boom. help from Tyson with eight points in confessionals and three points in the daily. And then Thank Kayla you, and Cinco rounded it out pretty well, too, with five and four. Um, Derek got you three. Desi got you one. And David, unfortunately, got you zero points this week. <laughs> David. Uh, I came in He's third slacking. this week with 23 points. So right behind Tony. Um, Aza and Cache were my big ones. Cache got nine points in confessionals, three points in daily. Uh, Ozzy gave me seven confessional points, but unfortunately losing her this week, which is kind of tough. Yeah. Um, same goes for Tony losing Cinco. That's uh, his second consecutive player lost in weeks. Ooh. Um, yep. And then, God, Josh had a really tough week this week. Um, he's already lost four players. He's down to his final three. They are a strong three from what we've seen. They are. Um, and that's going to be Kylan, Justine, and Shannon. And yeah. they got him a total of two points with Justine and Shannon both having one confessional. So tough Ouch. week for Josh. Yeah, you wouldn't know that yeah. Kylan was on the show if you only watched episode five, because I don't think we even saw him in anything. This so whole once. I saw him do that dive into the fucking water. Oh, my God, like, the Goku thing. Yeah, looking like Goku riding the Nimbus. Y'all go look at our page. If you don't, just go look at our page. And. And uh, also, if you guys want to see the actual fantasy points and the people on our teams, uh, click the link uh, for the Instagram below 
it will have it all posted by tomorrow at some point. Um, and then so the totals breaking down after this episode, we've got in fourth place, unfortunately, Josh sitting at 96 points. Ouch. Karina making a charge, jumping up to 125 points. It's my birthday. But Thank you, Sarah. Tony said it's not really your birthday because I'm still ahead of you with 127. He's ahead of me by two points. It's two more points than you've got. Yeah, it's and fine. then I said it's, it's really fine. not your birthday because I'm in the lead with 144 points. You don't matter. Smoking it. You don't matter. It's fine. What it's the fine. fuck? Do you see how much I came up for my birthday, though? You came up 35 points. That's, That's how much lot. you won. Yeah. I got first place this week. But you're in... Third place. I give a fuck. I got first place this week for my birthday. That's like saying, that's let like, me live my life. Okay. You sound like Hunter talking <laughs> about fucking Final Reckoning. Let I won, me, but I didn't get any money. Let me live my life. Okay. I won this week. Speaking of money, I have the coin counter. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Good, good transition. Who's, who's where? So we've got Tyson with 16. Yeah. Back at the top. Kylan behind with 12, followed by Angela with 11. Cache has bumped up to 7,500 between um, winning the daily and then also being with Dom in elimination and coming back. And then Justine's got seven. Alyssa has six. Kiki has six now with the Kiki counter going up to six this week. Nice. Um, Dom, Sarah, and Leo all have 2,500. And then I guess Aza doesn't have 2,000 anymore. No, she doesn't. Kayla and David both have 2,000. Nice. I think Ozza is the first one that I've had to remove from my coin counter. Yeah, since um, we started keeping track. Which makes me sad. So, and then everyone else is a thousand. Yeah, I have a feeling that that's eventually going to start changing here. You know what I mean? I feel like some money's going to start. I feel like money's going to transfer. Yeah, I feel like you know, outside of the Tyson Sarah partnership, yeah, other people are going to start winning dailies. It's just getting to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, seriously, like, can Tyson and Angela literally just like win all the challenges this season? Like, come on. Well, no, There's because gotta be because Kylan's there too. But I just, but he was with Angela. I'm just saying, but like, he was with Alyssa last week. <sighs> it's your birthday. I hate you sometimes. <laughs> I, I really do. I hate you sometimes. I just want to say. You want to be the devil's advocate. But I'm just saying, like, uh, okay. I, Angela's cool. really good. Really fucking good. Cool for Alyssa. Cool. She's qualified for the final. Thumbs up. Yeah, so those who are qualified for the final, by the way, Tyson and Kylan for the guys, and then Angela Cache is now qualified for the final as well. Um, Justine, Alyssa, and Kiki. Yes. My money's on Kiki. My money's on Me Kiki too. too, dude. She's she's a she's bad, dude. I I like her a lot. I love. Kiki. If you guys Shout haven't seen her on the episode, you're obviously not paying enough attention to yeah. Danny. Yeah, go back and watch that again. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, guys, I I feel like that's about it. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, yep. If you guys haven't heard yet and you want to hear our exit interview with uh, Cinco and Aza, make sure you guys go check that out. I'll have it linked below, but it is also the episode right before this one. Um, here in two days from when you guys are hearing this, we will have Jordan wisely unplugged for you guys. So make sure you guys keep an eye out for that. Other than that, um, I mean, stay tuned. We've got a lot of really awesome things coming up. We've got a ton of really awesome episodes, like just sitting, waiting to be released. And then we have some really crazy shit in the works right now. So, um, we're not going to talk about anything. We're not, you know, but just, just. Stay tuned. Just keep an eye out for some 
for some shit, guys. Agreed. Um, I did want to say this, hey, guys. If you get a second, click the subscribe button up above. Um, oh we're God. at the point right now where we're putting out content pretty much, you know, multiple times a week. Um, so that way you get a notification every time a new episode comes on. Not saying listen to it right then, but at least you know, um, because we've got exit interviews typically coming out Thursday evening. Um, and then we have our recaps coming out Saturday and then challengers unplugged interviews every other Monday. Um, so make sure you go through subscribe and, uh, for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. Tony, stats, and all the fucking info, Lance. <laughs> we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Uh, if you get a chance, leave us a five-star rating. If you're going to leave, leave us anything else, just don't. I mean, come on, be kind. <laughs> we want to Rewind. <laughs> I'm an old person. <laughs> I got to go find my fucking Hollywood video subscription card. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our nonsense for another time. Uh, hopefully, we gave you enough to want to tune in next week, too. Um, so, once again, for all of us here, be good to each other. Love y'all. Later. Bye. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs>